Morning everyone. <laughs> Good morning everyone. And it's a beautiful morning this morning and just want to welcome you to our, our family service uh, this morning and uh, I have a few announcements just to go through if you bear with me. Um, First of all, we're looking for someone who would like to be trained up uh, to do PowerPoint um, when Chris Key is unavailable. Chris hasn't had a holiday for quite some time, and we're looking for someone who would be willing, a young person, middle-aged or any type, who would be willing to learn and uh, stand in when Chris is unavailable. And if you'd be interested, please, would you say to Tom Shaw or myself, um, and the car boot sale yesterday, thank you for everyone who helped with that. £320.84 uh, was collected. Um, also, we're looking for, you know, as you know, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee is coming up, and uh, it'll be this Friday when we celebrate it. And from 10 o'clock in the morning, there will be um, an opportunity, if anybody wants to come along, to watch the build-up to the service in St. Paul's Cathedral, which will be online here, and you'll be able to watch it on the big screens and get a wee cup of tea at the same time. Um, we're looking also for volunteers to come. If you're available on Friday, a wee bit earlier, about 11 o'clock or so, if you can come, even 12 o'clock, to come and help us put up some bunting and set out tables, a little coffee bar area, and uh, there's going to be bouncy castles, hot dogs, and games. Sam shows coming, doing two wee shows with the children. So there's so much going on with live music as well. Peter Alexander will be singing. So it's going to be a great day, but such a great day. We need a wee bit of help to get things organised uh, so that things run smoothly. So if you have a, a, a wee bit of time before. The, the party actually begins at half past one to half past three. If you've got a wee bit of time beforehand, please come along and help us get set up. Um, okay, let me see. Zoom prayer meeting. Just let me say that the Zoom prayer meeting uh, is on each Friday morning at 11 a.m. Everyone's very welcome. And if you have a look in the order of service, you'll see the ID and the password to get in. Uh, John Armstrong uh, organizes that. John has also got daily bread. Your re daily bread readings here for the next couple of months. They're at the door. They're free for you to get, take uh, if you want. And um, also, <laughs> just one more announcement, the gazebo, if you have a gazebo, uh, we'll take anybody who has a gazebo, uh, just because we, we're going to have the coffees and the teas in the vestibule, but because that's out of action, we want to set up a wee coffee bar for people can sit and just watch what's going on, and uh, so a gazebo or two would be very helpful. Uh, Calvin Adams, unfortunately, he was down to, to uh, sing this morning, but he has COVID. And uh, Felicity, who was down to sing as well with the band, uh, she has got laryngitis. So um, it'll be all right on the night. <laughs> yeah, on top of all that, I thought I'd forgotten my announcements, and I rushed away around home again to come back to find that they were here all the time. <laughs> So, okay, but we just want to thank everybody who's been involved in, um, who's going to be involved in this service this morning. So, let me just start off with something before I ask the Pipers to come. Oh, hold on a minute. 
This is a wee shark video I did. I'll just, I do the voiceover, so I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, there we go. Okay. Let's try that again. Definitely it'll be all right on the night. Oh, excuse me. I didn't know we were on air. I'd like to welcome you this morning, boys and girls, to our family service. I want you to listen out for the story about Jonah and myself. I always get bad heartburn after I've swallowed someone. Bye for that. <laughs> oh dear, the number of times I did that and sent it to Leah to think, see if it was all right, you know. <laughs> okay, going to ask uh, the Pipers, and thank you very much for coming and taking part. And as I said, Felicity has got laryngitis. I'm going to put the words up on the screen, so if you want to sing along, feel free if you know the, the, the tune. Okay, so the Skyboat song. pray a moment. Father, we come to before you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for families. And this is a family service. We thank you, Lord, that you promote families, that you want to bless families, and God, that we can have fun together in your presence. And we pray, God, that you'd be with us this morning, that everything that we do and everything that we say may be glorifying 
and honor unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to stand, we're going to sing, Lord, we lift your name on high. Would the boys and girls like to come uh, to the front? It's up to you, no pressure. If you want to come up to the front, please do. I've got a wee gift for you afterwards. <laughs> so that might make you come up to the front. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, stand back a wee bit so you can see the screen, because it's going to be a lot coming up on the screen. Okay. I want to read Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. I want to, okay, I want to tell you a story about Jonah. I'm sure you've heard about him in Sunday school. But God came to Jonah, and Jonah was a prophet. He was a man of God. And God came to Jonah, and he said, I want you to go to a place called Nineveh. And Nineveh was in one of the most evil and largest empires of the world at that time. And Nineveh, the people in Nineveh and the soldiers, they'd done awful things to, to Jonah's people. 
And Jonah went, God, no way. I am not going to preach to those people in Nineveh because I know what you're like, God. I know that you will show love and compassion on them, and I don't think they should have your love, and I don't think they should have your compassion. And so Jonah decided to get out of there. Jonah ran, and he thought he could run away from God, and he ran away down to a little town called Joppa. And there it is, picture of Joppa today. But he went down there, and he said to the boys on the, this big boat that he found, he says, where are you going? He says, we're going to Spain. We're going to a place called Tarshish. He says, that'll do, that'll do. And he jumped on board the ship. And uh, let me just see. Let me just show you. Do you see where Nineveh is at the top right-hand corner? Nineveh, that's, that's where he was meant to go. That's where God wanted him to go. But he went to that wee place called Joppa where the red dot is, 550 miles from Nineveh, and he got on the boat and he headed off in the opposite direction to Tarshish, 2,500 miles. He was making sure he was nowhere near God. But you can't run away from God, sure you can't, because God's everywhere. But what happened then was he, was he got on the boat. He got on the boat, and he thought it was great. You know, he, he thought it was great. God's not going to catch me in Spain, is he? So he got to the front of the boat, and he went, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> and he was so happy. He was so happy. But then God sent a big wave and winds and storm, and all the men on the boat, they were going like this. The waves were hitting them. They were soaked. They were throwing up over the side. They were trying to balance. They couldn't stand up. And where was Jonah? Jonah was fast asleep away down the bottom of the boat. These other men started crying out to all their gods, their false gods. God, please help, please help. And there were so many cries going up. And they went to Jonah and they says, why are you not praying? Wake up, pray to your God that he can save us. And Jonah says, I'll tell you what's wrong. He says, I'm running from my God. My God's the creator of the universe, the creator of the seas and the land. And he says, my God is angry at me because I'm running away from him. I'm not doing what he wants me to do. If you throw me over the side of the boat, there'll be peace and calm in the waters. And so the men, they tried. They didn't want to throw them over the side. They tried to get the boat under control, but they couldn't. They were going to sink. And so they decided, right, God, they said, Lord, forgive us for throwing this man over. And they threw him over the side. They threw him over the side of the boat. And he, there he is in the sea. And he's just lying there. And the waves are going around him. But as soon as he hit the sea... It all went calm. It all went very calm. And you know what happened? Does anybody know what happened next? Yes? You're right. A big fish came. Well, he didn't actually chew him. <laughs> he just swallowed him. Now, let me see. Let's see if we can get... There, you see the big tail of the fish? And it came up. And it just, with his big mouth, opened his big mouth and swallowed Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Daisy. <laughs> do you like horror films, do you? I think you do. Uh, 
big monster in it. He was like a big monster. But you might wonder, can this, could a man be swallowed? And they talk about a big fish. Some people say it was a whale. We don't know. But there's whale sharks that they're one of the biggest creatures, massive. And then there's big sperm whales, and they don't eat anything, flesh or animals or other fish. They eat plankton organisms. But they are massive, massive, massive creatures. And I remember reading about it was either a whale shark or a shark, or a whale shark or a whale, and a full horse wasn't even bitten. A full horse was found in its stomach. I'm sure you've heard that phrase, you know, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. Well, this whale actually did, and this big, this big fish took Jonah and took him down, and down, and down he went, down to the depths of the ocean. Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. You see, you've got, he's got a window seat there, you can see him. <laughs> Uh, there. But he, he, it's, he went right down to the very bottom of the ocean, and he was really frightened. And he started to cry out to God and ask God to help him. It's terrible what God has to do to get your attention sometimes, isn't it? But he went right down there, and he started to pray. And Jonah says in his own testimony, he says, and the Lord answered me. He answered me. Three days, three nights in the belly. And suddenly he brought him up. And he, the fish, we're told, vomited him out onto dry land. Now, God then said to him, I give you another chance. I want you to go and I want you to preach to the people in Nineveh and tell them that I'm going to judge them, I'm going to punish them, if they don't change their ways. But can you imagine Jonah? He had to walk a wee bit to get to Nineveh. Nineveh, it's like North Iraq today. And he had to walk quite a distance. And he'd have been absolutely stinking. Have you ever smelled the awful putrid smell of fish? And as he came into the city of Nineveh, I'm sure people are going, good grief, look what the cat dragged in. This is awful. And he's a preacher. And he comes in, and I'm sure he gets dressed down and gets and buys himself a new suit, and he starts to tell the people, you've got 40 days to change your ways. Nineveh was such a massive, massive, massive city. It took three days just to walk across the city. And he went, you've got, three, you've got 40 days to change your ways. 40 days to change your ways. That's what we call repentance, you see. Whenever you turn to God away from your sin and you turn to him, that's what, what he was preaching. You have 40 days to change your ways. Well, do you know what? The people did. In fact, the king of Nineveh came out and he ordered everybody to change their ways and turn to God. So somebody actually listened to a preacher. That doesn't often happen. And they did what Jonah had said to do. Now, so the people of Nineveh were told, believe God, they got down on their knees and they asked for God's forgiveness. This is not what Jonah wanted, though. Do you know what Jonah wanted? 
because those people have been so bad to his own people, Jonah wanted God to just and punish them. But look what God did instead. They turned to God and God showed them forgiveness. And do you know what Jonah did? Do you ever sulk? Do you ever sulk? If you don't get your own way, do you ever go to your room and just sit and huff and go and, and be all grumpy? Nah, I don't want that. I don't want to eat that tonight. Why do we always get broccoli? <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you ever sulk? Yes, I'm sure you do. Well, that's what Jonah did. He didn't get his own way. He wanted the people of God to be boom, boom, boom. Or not the people of God. He wanted the people of Nineveh to be punished and hit by God and judged by God. And because God showed compassion, he wasn't happy. And he's basically saying to God, God, I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. God, you love too much. And God was like, that's true. God, you show compassion too much. Yeah, you got a point there, Jonah. God, you forgive too much. You forgive people that should never be forgiven. Never, never, never be forgiven. Yes, I do show forgiveness a lot. But that's what Calvary was about. Do you know what Calvary is? Do you know Jesus died on the cross so that God could give us his love with, without, without any limit, an abundance of his love, abundance of compassion, and abundance for, of forgiveness. And so Jesus died on the cross because God does show too much love, and God does show too much compassion, and God does show too much forgiveness. But he forgave Jonah for disobeying, forgives you and me when we do bad things and we disobey God, that whenever we come and we ask God and we turn from sin and we trust in Christ, we have the forgiveness of God in abundance. In abundance. And everybody, adults here need to listen to this too. You need to listen to this because some of you can't forgive yourselves for what you've done in the past. When you come to Christ though, it's washed clean. It's forgiven. That's seen in the cross. And you might say to yourself, but I'm not, I don't deserve to be forgiven. No, you don't. And neither do I, but God's forgiveness is limitless. His love is limitless. His compassion for you is limitless. And there's nothing he won't forgive and let you start all over fresh like he did with the people in Nineveh. So I think that's maybe all the slides. Is it? Yes, it is. Listen, boys and girls, I have a little thing for you. Just sat there listening really well. I have another wee story for you later on. But I have wee fish for you here. And apparently they flash and float. So who wants a wee fish? What would you like, a gray one, a light blue one, or a dark blue one? Light, who wants light blue? Put your hand up if you want a light blue fish. Okay. There you go. There. Light blue fish. Light blue fish. Who wants like a royal blue fish, like a darker blue, or a grey fish? You want that? Oh, okay. There you go. 
Would you, anybody else who hasn't got one? You want one? Which would you, which would you like? Okay. Oh, they're, they're flashing. Brilliant. Just take any color. There's a wee blue one. All right. Are there any boys? Who, yes, there's a girl at the back there. Okay, here. Okay, I'll down and get a wee fish for you. That's <laughs> you, good girl. Is there anybody else that we've missed out? We don't want to miss anybody out. When I went up to the Tilden Pound stretcher, oh, you want one, Brandy? Yeah. <laughs> the guy, you should have said, the guy near fell off a seat when I just could have 24. <laughs> All right, Brian. You want to? Do you want to? Uh, okay, there you go. All right. Now. We're going, to, we're going to say this wee prayer. This is the Lord's Prayer, okay? But it's, it's in the children's version. So we're going to say the Lord's Prayer for children uh, before we sing a wee hymn. Right. Okay. We'd just like to say it together. Dear Father God, who is in heaven, your name is the most wonderful, special, and holy name. We want you as our king. We want to do what you want us to. Here where we are, just like it is in heaven, please give us all that we need. We are so sorry for the things we do wrong. Help us to forgive others when they hurt or upset us. Don't let us get tricked into doing bad things. Instead, help us to make good choices because you are the king of all kings, the most powerful, the most amazing, beautiful and awesome God, always and forever. Amen. Amen. So we're, go- we're, we're actually, there's a, there's a wee praise song, boys and girls. Where have you, oh, you've gone back, right? We're going to watch this wee praise song. And it's about Jonah. Now, nobody will know this probably, so we're just going to sit and watch it. It tells you in music uh, the little story that I've been telling you so far.
Now, I'm going to invite the, the pipers and the drummers from the, the BB Old Boys Pipe Band, and I just want really want to thank you guys, really do. I know it's a really busy time for you with so many contests coming up, but uh, I love the pipes and I love the drums, and, and it's just so nice for you to be part of our service this morning. Really appreciate it. So, um, Highland Cathedral, they're going to play. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to now uh, sing Shine, Jesus Shine. So if you want to stand, we'll worship God with Shine, Jesus Shine.
Okay, there's a wee picture going to come up now. Can anybody see in this stone the shape of anything that's drawn in the stone? Anybody see what that is? A fish. Good, it was a fish. Yes. And a fish in the first couple, of, it still is today, but the first couple of centuries, it was very important because people that followed Jesus, the sign of being a Christian was the fish. Because you could, if I went to my neighbor and just shared Jesus with them, I may end up in prison, or worse still, I could have ended up being executed. So it was a very risky business to openly follow Jesus in the first, second century. So what they used to do, if I was meeting a friend or someone, a neighbor, and I was walking along the street and I saw Joe, how you Joe, how you doing? If I was to draw in the sand half of the fish, he would just think, if he wasn't a Christian, he would just think, that's weird, and not do anything. But if he was a Christian, he would finish off drawing the other half of the fish. So I would know it's safe enough to talk to Joe because he's a follower of Christ as I am, and he's not going to tell the authorities. Okay, so that's why they drew the sign of the fish. Now, also, have we look at this? I'm going to teach you a wee bit of Greek this morning. Okay, fish in Greek is ichthys. Can you pronounce that? Ichthys. Ichthys. Yes, that's, that's the Greek for fish. And uh, what the Christians did was they take the first letter, or not the first letter, each letter, each letter of that word ichthys, uh, and they used it to signify a particular word in a phrase that they made. Okay, so there, I'm going to read that out in Greek for you. It says, Jesus Christus, Christos Theu Huios Soter. Now, Jesus is Jesus. We tend to think, well, we, we pronounce him Jesus with the J, but uh, in the Middle East, it's Jesus. Okay, so it starts with the I, so you have the I there, and that represents, in this we phrase that the Christians did, first and second century, Jesus, Jesus. Now, the X, Christos. Who do you think that represents? That's Christ. Christ, okay? So you have Jesus Christos, Jesus Christ in the phrase. Then the next one is uh, Theo. Now, there's the, the first letter there in Ichthus. It's the, 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 okay? So, and that is taken, and it's used to represent in this phrase, theu, okay? Which is uh, God. Now, the Y is huios. Huios is son, okay? So, son of God and soter. They get the, the, the S sound for the last represented, used for, to represent Soter, Savior. So whenever I come along to Joe on the street and I do a, draw half of a fish and then he draws the other half of the fish, I know he's a follower of Christ. He knows I'm a follower of Christ. And what we're saying in that short phrase, it's called uh, an acronym. What we're saying in that short phrase is Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior. 
We believe that Jesus Christ, he's more than man. He's son of God, so he's able to help you on a daily basis. And because he's son of God, he's able to save you from any sin and consequences of your own sin. So that was a wee short phrase that they were able to use. Um, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christus, Theos Soter. Jesus Christ, son of God, Savior. And it's, it's a powerful phrase for us today because we need someone more than man to save us from our own sin. We need someone who is above us. We're not able by all the good things that we can do. It doesn't count for anything. It's good to do good things, but it doesn't get us salvation. What we need is a relationship with Christ. And just as the people in Nineveh as they repented, as they turned from their sin and turned to God, they find a savior. They find a God of compassion. They find a God of love, a God of forgiveness. And we can do the same. So, um, and in the, in the New Testament, Jesus often, we often see fish. There's many things to do with fish. Jesus actually, he calls mainly fishermen to be his disciples. He, he turns five loaves and two, two fish into, to feed enough to feed 5,000 people. He also, to pay tax, he tells Peter to go down and catch a fish, and in the, in the fish will be a coin enough to pay their tax. There are so many references to fish, so it's quite applicable to use that sign in the early New Testament. But most of all, and coming back to Jonah again, some people, I think the Pharisees, came to Jesus and said, show us a sign. Show us a sign you're the Son of God. Show us a sign if you are who you say you are. Do something. And he was already healing people. He was already giving sight to the blind. He was already raising crippled people that they walk again. He was already doing all those things. But they still came and said, show us a sign. Show us a sign. Show us a sign. Jesus says, you'll get no sign from me. You're not believers. You're not accepting what I do, but I'll give you one thing, the sign of Jonah. Jonah was in the fish for three days and three nights, and then he came out. I will be in the grave for three days and three nights, and then I will come out. And the resurrection is the basis of our faith. Without the resurrection, without Jesus alive today, our faith falls. And so this is so, so important that Jesus is risen from the dead. And it's important to you and I because to know a living Savior, he's there for you in every trouble, in every storm, in every heartache, in every bereavement, in every trial, in every test. He's there for you. But most of all, he's there to bring you to be with his Father for all eternity. Okay, thank you. That was more a wee one for the older folk. Uh, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to praise God with uh, our final hymn. It's We Believe in God the Father. And it's really the creed. And you may not have heard this. I've got it on the internet. And I just thought that's such a blessing. It's, it's just the creed being sung out uh, in a, by a congregation. Okay.
here, stand, everybody stand. and we're going through a cost of living crisis and difficulty but listen Jesus Christ Emmanuel God with us he promises to be with us through everything through every storm um, so I'm just going to ask the band again or the pipers and the drummers to come and they're going to say amazing play sorry amazing grace
Please be seated. Just before we close, may I invite you for a cup of tea or coffee after the service and just the panel that are preparing for uh, the Queen's Jubilee thing on Friday, if they just meet behind and we're going to take a wee walk around and just try and work out where everything's going and so forth. Okay, but thank you for everyone who's taken part in the service today. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.